And when I say invent, you're thinking about your million. Where is it coming from? What are you going to invent? In other words, create. In other words, make. In other words, build. Because that's what you have in your hand. You know, there's an expression right now. I hear a lot of people saying, what's in your hand? What's in your hand? We have so much power inside of us personally, each of us individually. We were built with passion and purpose. The question is, are we stepping out and looking at what's in our hands and using it to invent, to hmm. create, to build, to make, and share it with the marketplace? Hello, and thank you for joining the Made to Inspire podcast. This is the podcast for dreamers, entrepreneurs, and business owners who want to go to that next level in your life with Kimberly Smith Austin and Misty Kerrigan. Each week, we will bring you tips, tools, and tactics that will inspire you to take action. Hey, 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 it's Kimberly Smith Austin here, and I want to welcome you back to another episode of the Made to Inspire podcast. I am here today with my awesome and amazing co-host, Misty Kerrigan. Hey, Misty. Hey, Kimberly. Happy Monday. Hey, hey, it's a great day to be great. <laughs> I like that. It is a great day to be great. So we are smack dab um, on a roll I want to say in the middle of, but I don't know how many we have left because we're hitting some really great questions and topics when it comes to making your millions. That's right. That's we're right. Really starting to focus on, um, we kind of did that whole fear thing and the frustrating. And then we talked about, um, I like to say, people like to think about fear like, oh, that would be nice someday. Or yeah, if this happens or if the market didn't, like everything is almost outside yourself. But truly when it comes to millions, the thing is, you have to already be a millionaire. Your bank account might not match that, but you have to be a millionaire. You have to be doing the things. And then it's kind of like be, do, was it be, act, do? Remember the thing? Like if you're already being it, it's going to come into fruition. Instead of people wait until this happens and I'm going to do it. That's yeah. kind of opposite. You almost have to be like, it's like I can't start running a marathon and run the marathon, but I could start doing the things as if I was a marathon runner. So what do right. marathon runners do that I could start putting in place as I get ready? That's right. I love that, Misty. It's so true because when we think about millions or anything in our life, as much as most of us like to think it's a physical thing, right? It's the body. It's this thing that does it. It really starts right here. It's mm. that mindset. And so when we think about that, we recognize that building a million, it's a mindset. You have to look at that. And today we're going to walk you through kind of three frameworks, if you will. They're kind of boiled out to six, but three things, three steps, three actions that you can take to help yourself make that shift to really make in that first million or the 10 million, the 12 million, whatever that number is for you. Mm. But it's it has kind of getting out here. of your zone. I'm out of your zone is the six figure, seven figure, eight figure. You're, sometimes you get in your zone, not in a good way, not in the genius zone, but in the comfort zone. And these are the steps yeah. to help even push you further out of it. Yeah, that's good. I love that. That's good. I like it. I like it. So let's go ahead. Without further ado, we want to recommend, first of all, you go back and listen to the last two shows. I think it's 118 and 119 who Woo! set you up. We also reference uh, show number 33, which is funding your dreams, because we know that resources, financial resources are always a limitation and stop people from getting to where they want to be. So we want to give you the tools to get there. So today's show, 
we're going to get right in. We're getting right in. So Misty, let's get us started. How shall we start? Um, Two of the things that are my favorite things. Well, the first one is growth. Growth. Mm-hmm. Self-aware of where I am, where I want to be, and the steps to do that. Is it growth in my mindset, growth in my education, growth in my knowledge? Actually, sometimes I stay way too long here. But I love because we tagged it with something that pushes people. And it's growth and give. Mm, and when I say right. give, most people start to think money. Well, if I had money, I would give money. But giving doesn't start. And I love it because um, I think it's the rock. Um, the church that you go to I used to come a few times. And he always said, give with a open heart, a gracious heart. Not like a like, I'm tithing, but a I'm cheerful. Joyfully. What were you yeah. saying? Cheerful heart. A cheerful heart, right? Is that That's give. Right. And that give is you of your time, of your knowledge, of course, of your money. But so many people think, well, I don't, I don't have enough. But right. it's so funny because it always reminds me of, and I, I quote it a lot, just even in business when people, when you get in that zone and you're vibrating and you're, you're doing everything amazing and you look back, like these last few years, I'm like, how did I travel so much? And how am I not in a crazy debt? And how am I like, I'm financially doing amazing. And I look back and I'm like, it reminds me of Jesus's fish. <laughs> right he's like one fish and one bread and they're like how are we gonna feed everybody and he's all two like fish, five loaves two That's fish right. five loaves and they they finished the whole thing or the the lady with the oil right he's like mm-hmm. just today you worry about today when you wake up tomorrow you worry about tomorrow instead of her being like i can't i can't I don't have enough oil for my kids for the month for the year right he was like what do you got today lady what do you got today and, and that's how i feel sometimes with giving of my time and my money is what do i have today to give What's today it. and what can I give? And I know you want to add to this. So I'm going to, I'm going to I do, I do. I'm so... and, and get you, get you kind of down that football field. It's on the Super Bowl, but what I know you're really great when it comes to this, this growth and give. You know, and, and that's perfect. Cause I think you set it up and put a great, uh, put, put us in great position to take the ball, punt and run. I'm not a big <laughs> football fan. I'm not that I'm not a fan. I don't know the sport. And so when I think about that, I think about growth. And when you say, Hey, I want to be a millionaire. I want to do something. There's a couple of things that come to mind. You know, how do you grow your mindset, which is what this is all about. Cause there's things that you may want. You may want to earn a million dollars, but you don't know how, or you don't know what's going to be the means in which you do that. So what is it? I'll give you a prime example. I came into the office today, met a beautiful young lady who is a land investor, land investor. And I stopped her immediately and had a conversation. She buys properties and sells them to people. Buying stuff in Arizona for 12,000 maybe 1,200 land acres or more and then selling them off to people. She said, I'm a mom of four. I was sitting at home bored and I decided I wanted to do more for my family, more for my life. And guess what? She started taking a class. She started learning about it, had no clue about it. And here she is now, four years down the road, very successful. And I'm ready to I'm ready to close the deal with her. Because <laughs> I was going to say, what are we doing? You know, I'm gonna, I want to go back to Arizona. That's right. And and I love it because her whole mindset was I have to learn this area before I can then parlay into investing, into selling and making that income. And that's what she did. She recognized that there was something she wanted to do. But what I love is her mission behind it was she wanted to grow her her inheritance, her she wanted to grow her legacy. And it was all based on growth mindset. And that's what people do when they say, you know what, I want more. I want to be a millionaire. They realize there's some growth involved. The second part is giving. 
Now, what I love is that I was so excited with her. Not only is she saying, yeah, I can help you find some property, some land, but let me give you some knowledge to help you invest in this space. Because I'm like, I'm getting interested in that too. So she's willing to give her knowledge. And what I love is that when we give, we receive. You know, as you talked about, you know, the Bible and things like that, it's more blessed to give than it is to receive. And when you think about millionaires, big name millionaires, the Tony Robbins, the people who own all these various airlines and banks, these folks are not keeping everything that they receive. They grow their, they grow their legacy, they grow their inheritances, they grow their businesses, and they grow masses amount of money. But you know what they do? They give it away. They give it to charity. They give it to needy people. They give it for great causes. So when you talk about grow and then give it, wow, that's the power. In fact, when you give it, it allows you to have more. Hmm. I know it doesn't make sense. When you give, it allows you to have more because guess what? The tax man isn't in your pocket as much. You're able to <laughs> receive more. You're able to put it out in a trust and an estate and share your wealth with the world around you. I want to, oh, I want to jump in on that one because it's so funny. I'm so glad you said that. I spend a lot of money on investing in myself and giving. It's a, it's a, one of the big, the two characters, probably one of my favorite things in when it comes to that. And I was sitting down with Natalie because now we're married. And now we're jointed. And she was saying like, well, how does all this money go out? And I said, this money's going out anyway. This is the amazing part about being a business owner is this money's gone. But as a business owner, I have more control over it. Does it go right back to the government or does it go to other causes that also positively impact the government? As an employee, I don't have choice where my money goes. That 30% is just gone. But this 25% I have in business, I can invest back into myself in the business and in taxes and that decreases. So that money was going out anyway. Now, how I did with that money is to set me up for next year, right? To set my knowledge, to set my money, to do the thing. So this growth and give, especially as a business owner, this is a category to slow down and really, really, really look into because this category could start to separate your business, especially with the money that's going to be going out anyway. That's right. It's, it's the slow down, the speed up concept, because that's what it's going to do for you and your organization. So right now you might be wondering, what is it that I can grow in? Where can I grow in? And then once I develop that growth, how do I give? And even when you're not at full blown growth, start giving now, start giving now because it will set you up for your success. Oh my God. I'm reading a book called the richest salesman and, um, he, in Babylon. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, okay. no, no, the Babylon. Oh, the greatest salesman. Greatest, salesman. greatest salesman in the world. OG. Yep. And the main first thing is you have to make a commitment in your heart, even before you have money, that a percentage of that money, I think in the book, it was like 25% of everything you bring in has to go out in order for the uh, the universal laws of money to work. Now, I'm not saying that's 25%. I know there's, there's the things that people do differently in the book, but it was... Because you're, once that money sort of comes in, if you don't have that pattern, greed takes over, temptation takes over. So it really is. And the crazy part is I've read studies and studies show that people with less money usually give more Mm -hmm. back in the day. But now if you understand that it's that heart of giving, it's that open giving, having more to give so that it doesn't. And we've seen good people with money and bad people with money. And right. whatever that looks like. But if you look at some of those cornerstones, I bet you part of that is to give back. 
Yeah. And I'm going to say one last thing. We're going to go on to the next one. The thing I think about is the lady who gave the two mites, the two mites is in the Bible. And she gave more than people who gave millions and millions of dollars, but it was based on her perspective and the fact that she didn't have much. So those two mites were everything to her and she sacrificially gave it all. Oh, that's so good. I'm sorry. I'm fired up. Now, what's the second one? What's the second one? <laughs> And, you know, and that's the power when you think about that. A lot of times we don't think about that. So let's go into the next one. The next one is invent and invest, invent Ooh. and invest. So once you grow, you can give. Next, you're going to invent and you invest. And when I say invent, you're thinking about your million. Where is it coming from? What are you going to invent? In other words, create. In other words, make. In other words, build. Because that's what you have in your hand. You know, there's an expression right now. I hear a lot of people saying, what's in your hand? What's in your hand? We have so much power inside of us personally, each of us individually. We were built with passion and purpose. The question is, are we stepping out and looking at what's in our hands and using it to invent, to hmm. create, to build, to make and share it with the marketplace? Now, my, my vision my personal purpose is going to be different from yours. And I'm walking in it every single day and have been hopefully since the day I was born. Not really, but kind of. But the <laughs> thing is, what, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you going to invent and put out to the marketplace? Because once you invent it, I guarantee you there's someone who wants it. Prime example, the lady I spoke with this morning, the land investor, I talked to her about doing a workshop at the Empowered Women in Wellness Conference. And she goes, well, I'm going to have imposter syndrome. And I go, why? You're confident. You're doing it. Let's step out in it. You know, and sometimes we, we're afraid that people won't receive what we have. They don't need it. They won't like it. My word to you, do it anyway. There's someone out there waiting for what you have. You have to be brave enough to invent it and bring it to the world. That's why there are millions of possibilities taking those ideas from inspiration to monetization so that you can then go into the world. And Misty, do you want to add to that and then hit on the investment? I am side? writing down as fast as you are talking, lady. Um, <laughs> I think you nailed it. I think if you, we have problems in this world, but there's also solutions. And sometimes people have the solution, they just don't put forward the action. I don't know how many times and embarrassingly, I think I've said too, I was like, oh, I thought of that. Yes. I just didn't do anything with it. And when you look at someone, they did something with the idea. Ideas come, especially if you're like us, a lot. Idea, idea, idea. It's really that investing and the, uh, and the um, sorry, inventing and the action. Inventing is taking the time to sit down and get it out of your head. Mm -hmm. Inventing is, I have a great idea. I have a book. But what does that look like to work on it? Just a little bit. Right. And then investing is investing your time, your money, your resources into that idea. And maybe sometimes, and I love this, is Maybe you have a great idea and someone has an improvement for it and you invest together. That's right. Maybe that explodes your idea. Maybe you need um, you need more people for your idea. If you have a, of a bigger idea that impacts more people, you might need more people to help you bring that idea, as we love to say, to the market. Um, right. And right now, there is no better time with how at ease it is to have an online business with any and everything you do to sell across the world it is literally the best time in the world of business, the way that the internet has connected everybody, even the way for marketing, the way for how to sell it. You don't even have to know about commerce in the sense that you buy a commerce account. You should know about your money. But those are the things to look at right now is um, where do I invent and invest, especially if you love it. And 
the when in business we we join a bunch of different organizations we love to be around other people and one of the people that reminds me of the invent invest is the lady that started by selling shirts mm -hmm. and then everyone else just was making a killing it's like six figures almost seven selling shirts and then yep. all of a sudden everyone decided to sell shirts yep. so instead of getting mad she said well you know they're gonna need to buy these shirts somewhere so right. instead of selling it she then switched to now she's selling the shirts to the people who want to sell the shirts because she got in with all them and then she thought you know she took it a step further as she was selling the shirts is wait people are designing the shirts what if i learn the technology to design and each step she just learned the new thing to do because she already built that community within what she was doing that's right. That's right. That that was, uh, I wish I can think of the episode. We'll drop it in the show notes because she shared that. And I think that was like, boom, because that's what we have to be willing to do is to pivot, right? And shift so that we can get to that place. Now, on top of that, Missy, I think about investing not only in some of the areas right now, I love the fact that you said partnering with someone to do something big. I have a meeting today with a young lady who has access to grant, but I have the information. She's like, let's partner, let's get the money, right? <laughs> let's partner and get the money. And that's what matters. And today, think about real estate. The lady I just spoke with, she stepped out into a market right now that real estate industry is a little tricky, but she found a niche area niche. and said, you know what? I'm going in. She went in and we know that real estate has long been a path to wealth. So even though it's challenging right now, it's going to shift. What does that investment look like for you? What area, what impact you can make and then step out and do it. Mm. That's exciting. So we and got growth and give. That's right. We got invent and invest. Right. And you kind of gave invent. some hints to it, but what's this third step after now we're growing, we're giving, we have an idea that we're starting to put action into. Um, what are some of the things that we're going to really have to be on the lookout for? Uh, one is we're going to need to avoid and adjust, avoid and adjust. And I want, we got to talk about this because this one is important. Remember, this is about mindset. Wealth building is as much as mindset as anything else. And I, and we said that earlier, and it's important to make sure you eliminate beliefs that work against you because there's a lot of them up here in our little head. Right. And if you want to make that million, you've got to think about a couple of things. Don't think anyone owes you a living. Number one, don't expect something for nothing. Number two, or number three, don't take on any consumer debt if you don't have the cash or the liquidity or some way to pay for it and recognizing you may not need it. And we're going to talk a little bit about debt because we recognize debt has a position, both positive and negative. And don't get distracted. If you're getting rich as your goal, persist through obstacles because they will come. Trust me. And before you know it, they're going to come faster and faster and faster right? Don't avoid learning, growing, going because you get busy. Sometimes we get into that cycle of I'm busy, I'm making money and we forget the basics. I always say return to the basics, learn to excel in your chosen field of expertise. Don't be afraid to take on a side hustle to get that extra you need to take you to that next level. And don't, don't forget others in your journey. We talked about that giving seems to be the key, but it also begets reciprocity. So don't forget that part. That's the power. So if you want to learn how to make that million, you have to recognize it's here. So you've got to avoid that self-defeating mindset. And then 
Adjust what, Misty? What I was thinking is adjust the way you feel and think about money. Unfortunately, um, all the things that you've seen articles, you've heard studies is like America is a debt country. We mm-hmm. years ago just kind of got on to like, well, I have a credit card and I think that credit card's my money. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, it's not. The credit card is a loan and the loan has interest. And it's at interest that sometimes get people bogged down. It's that interest that chains them, if you will. So it really is looking at, when you're looking at debt, what's the return on investment of your debt? Mm -hmm. What's the return on investment of your debt? And even your business debt, because how we spend in our lives is, if we're entrepreneurs, small business owners, unfortunately, it's how you spend in business. But it truly is looking at that, what is good debt? What is bad debt? What and and what is harmful debt? What is what is debt that my business might need? Because there is logical ways, like a chess game, of holding right. debt. But there are illogical ways of spending money that only lead you to debt. And that comes in that that it, um, investing some time into looking at your habits, looking at what your business really needs. And sometimes people are able to even look at their business and cut costs that add in more money. Um, one of the right. ladies that um, we uh, work with, uh, what they had to do was they had to stop the letting everyone in the office just um, do the electronic spending when it comes to Amazon because it was so easy. Mm-hmm. I said, okay, mm-hmm. well, we're having an, one, an Amazon free month to get everyone back in habit of working with what they have. And then we'll have one day a month where all orders will go through and be processed because then you That's could right. keep track of it. Um, I was like, That's a great idea. I'm going to have Natalie look into that for, for us. <laughs> um that's right other thing is how you how you spend what's coming in i don't mean to rhyme that how you spend what's coming in um the other night we went on a really nice dinner and i was super excited because i paid for it with my debit not my credit and normally what i would do with nice dinners i would be like oh my gosh that's expensive i all i don't want to pay with that on my debt but my mindset when we started working i forget which book we read kimberly but it really was if i don't have it in my account i'm not going to go out I don't need to, but if it's in my account, that means I've worked up to it and it's something that we want to reward ourselves with. So it was something to look at for me was not that impulsive, let's go out and spend, but let's budget monthly categories. Mm -hmm. So what, what, how much am I giving? How much am I spending on fun? How much am I investing back? But when I could monitor it, I can control it. That's right. Now I just do that with my weight and life will be so much better. (laughs) Well, you know, we all have those areas where we're still working on. We are work in process. And that's the beautiful thing is I love is that when you avoid certain things, but yet make those adjustments to your lifestyle, to your spending, to how you even see things, right? Our life will really be dependent upon that, how we see things, our perspective mm-hmm. and be open to the shift in perspective. Because I know there are things that I've encountered in my life that I thought were never, ever, ever going to happen. And something happened. I saw it a different way. And guess what? As a result of that, I live differently. So when you talk about those those types of things, good debt and and bad debt, knowing how to position it so that you still win, that's the key. That's the key. And I know having a credit score over 800 is favorable. And some people go, well, no, yes, no, yes. You can do and have anything you want in the whole wide world when you have high credit scores and you have some liquidity and leverage to get those things. But when you don't, you can't and you won't. So we're here this this week. It really is truly, truly about 
what you give, you get back. And what you give, you might be giving too much to debt. You're going to get back more debt. That's how the law works. So um, sorry to jump in on you there, Kimberly, but just really looking at you nailed it is what am I doing in my daily actions when it comes to these six things? My growth, my give, my in inventing, my investing, my avoiding, and my adjusting. These are things that I could be looking at daily as I shape the future that I want to shape. It's my future. I get to design it, but it's designed either way. Whether I'm aware of it or not aware of it, I'm designing my future daily. And these six areas are such a great start, guys. Writing them down and just kind of taking some time into them and where you're investing yourself, your time, your money, and your resources into these six things. Sorry to cut you off. Go ahead. No, I don't know if I was cut off because it told me my system was unstable. So either way, we are winning. And which is why we brought you back here. You've got them, guys. The six things that are going to help you really go and get that million. First, the 10th, the 7th, the 18th, the 19th, whatever that is for you. But we recognize for some, it seems unattainable. But in today's marketplace, it is not. People go from zero to hero in no time. It's more realistic than you think. In fact, you don't necessarily need that winning lottery ticket or a trust fund to join this inclusive club. What you need is to take the first step. Take the first step. Invest, invent, avoid, adjust, grow, give, and before you know it, you're there. So with that, as we say every single week, there's something out there waiting for you. Now go get it. Thank you for listening to the Made to Inspire podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this episode and have picked up some tips, tools, and tactics that will help you move into action. Make sure you follow us on social media. We are made the number two, the letter N, Spire U. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube. We're out there. But best of all, we ask that you leave us a review. Let us know what you thought. Let us know how you're going to use the information that we're sharing week after week to help you take your inspiration into action. We appreciate you and we look forward to seeing you on our next episode.